0: Have you ever wondered if God is listening? Have you ever had a time where you felt like your prayers weren't going above your head or it was so long before you even saw an answer to prayer, you wondered even if it was worth it to pray? Welcome to Healing Begins. My name is Pastor Gail. I also have Nikki Ray on the program today. Say hi, Nikki.
1: Hello and good morning.
0: And really, we're going to talk about God. Are you listening?
1: Which is a fantastic topic, one I've wondered many times in my life.
0: Uh, Nikki Ray, what is your profession? I don't know. I think maybe that would be relevant to share that. What is your profession?
1: Sure. I'm a registered nurse.
0: Okay. And um, I worked for 18 years in trauma and emergency as a chaplain. So we have both had the opportunity to watch people struggle in pain, and in prayer at the same time, right? Absolutely. And, um, and just really wondered, you know, I, I've really been impressed by the people that I have watched. I remember watching one lady years ago suffer in pain and then needing five transplants at once, and everybody was recommending she not do it, but she went ahead and had the five transplants, and it worked. Her prayer or her prayers were answered. Now, it worked, but man, there was a lot of pain and suffering up to that point. Nikki, have you ever experienced where you prayed and you didn't get your answer right away?
1: Many times. Many times. How was
0: that? What was that like for you?
1: Left me wondering, you know, what was really happening here. God, are you really hearing my prayers?
0: God, are you really out there?
1: Yeah. Do that, you really care about me?
0: Do you know where I live? Yes. Yeah. Do you have my telephone number? Do you know my street address? Are you just angry with me? Is there a reason why you're not answering my prayers? Have I done something wrong? Am I living in sin? and they do and then you wonder and you know the bible even talks about god knows all the hairs on our head they're actually numbered and god knows it when a sparrow falls from the sky and then it says how much more are we are we more than um sparrows have you ever been uh you know i had i got a brand new car uh, a couple of years ago and it's a subaru all decked out and it's got all these fancy buttons up 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 above you where you can hit your lights, you can hit the SOS button or you know there's many buttons you can you can hit. So I was new in the car and I decided to uh, um, reach up and turn on the lights but instead of turning on the lights I hit my SOS button. <laughs> and a voice come over and said, Mr. Croc, Are you okay? And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hit the SOS button. Hey, Nikki, have you ever dialed, butt dialed 911?
1: A couple of times, to my surprise, they called and wondered if I was okay because I quickly hung up.
0: Oh yeah, you don't do that, right?
1: Yeah, you don't do that. They call you right back. Oh, they do
0: call you (laughs) right back. Well, I want to tell you a story that just recently happened to me at about 4.30 in the morning. I know, I know. You hear me talk about 4.30 in the morning a lot. Uh, that just seems like the time God is awake with me or he has his time with me. But I was up just really praying and uh, actually praying for help. Asking God to help out in several areas of my life. You know, I've re- come to realize that if I don't pray, it means I can do it on my own. And that's a little prideful. And so I, I, I say to God, I can't do it without you. In fact, I know I don't know what I'm doing. And if we're going to get through this day in good shape, I need your help. So I was uh, praying for help and just asking God, God. And by the way, I was awake. I want everybody to know I'm awake when you hear what about to happen to me. So I'm up praying. I, I said, God, I need your help. I'm praying for the ministry, praying for our family, going through all this. And all of a sudden, I hear a noise. <coughs> help is on the way. Help is on the way. I go, what? And I looked up, I could hear sirens and seabread lights. And I reached for my phone, and in big letters on the face, it said, 911. Uh, I go, no, no, no. And it, and the dispatcher goes, We want you to know, help is on the way. And I know, oh, no, I'm, I butt dialed 911. When actually, all of a sudden, I snapped out of it, I was in a vision. I had not butt dialed 911. And I thought it was really cool because God, and he doesn't always work this way with me, wanted me to know help was on the way. So I have a word for you today. Help is on the way. And so let's talk about why it's important to pray for a moment. And By the way, this is unscripted. What you're hearing right now is unscripted. So what are some good reasons why we should pray, Nikki Ray?
1: Well, we should pray. The Bible says we should pray in every situation, right? Right. We give praise,
0: right, when things
1: are well. But in everything, we want to pray when we're scared, when we are um, hurting, when we're sick, when uh, you know maybe the relationship is going south.
0: Mm-hmm. A lot of relationships go south.
1: Yes. We pray about those, pray about those situations. If you want to know the truth, some of the times I've prayed and I thought, man, God, do you hear me? Because I was wondering why the situations weren't changing. And what I realized is that he ended up changing me first.
0: Well, sometimes when we don't hear the answer right away, we've actually heard an answer. Sometimes God God answers right away and uh, then he says wait a while and then he says no and we don't always have the perspective on why God is answering like that and it's sometimes frankly kind of aggravating when you feel like you need an answer right away you know and so um, you want to read James chapter 5 verses 13 through 18.
1: I do yes it says uh, is anyone among you in trouble let them pray Elijah was a human being, even as we are. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three and a half years. Again, he prayed, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth produced its crops.
0: That's an amazing scripture, especially what stands out to me, always has. Some version says Elijah was a man just like us. Yes. Well, excuse me, I don't ever put myself in the category of Elijah.
1: Me too, I've thought that often.
0: You know, he called fire down from heaven and when there was a 450 prophets of Baal and he called there to be a sacrifice and he, he even doused his sacrifice with with water and then, then he prayed and a fire came down from heaven and consumed... I mean, this guy's an amazing, amazing man of faith and yet he ran from a woman named Jezebel right after that because he was afraid and he went to the mountain of God but I think about... That Bible really says that he was a man just like us. And that has a lot of implications.
1: You know, it does. And on the other hand, Jesus said, Jesus did many, many things. And he said, he who believes in me will do greater things than I have done. That's pretty powerful. And that puts us, that puts us by the power of the Holy Spirit and in the service of the king in the same Uh, category as Elijah.
0: Have you ever wondered what the greater things really are?
1: Yes, I have.
0: Because I haven't seen a lot of greater things being demonstrated in the religious world today. Like, when I think of what Jesus did, he raised the dead, he cast out demons, he healed the sick, he opened the blind eyes. I mean, some of that is still going on with certain ministries, and especially overseas. But I often have wondered, What's the greater things? And the other thing I've thought, I would really like to be a part of the greater things. Absolutely. You know, the other thing this scripture says to me is, don't ever take for granted how powerful your prayers are, even when you feel they're not going above your head.
1: Amen. Absolutely. You know, Paul, um, when they were going to Asia and ministering, they experienced many, many hardships. In fact, he said, we we thought we had, you know, been given the sentence of death. They were so much in despair. But what Paul said was, this was so that we would learn not to depend upon ourselves, but on our God who raises the dead.
0: Mm-hmm. And then I love uh, what Paul said in Corinthians, where he said, I didn't come to you with eloquence of speech, but I came to you knowing Nothing but Christ and Him crucified, and He demonstrated the power of God. And then He said the reason He did it was so that your faith would not rest on man's wisdom but on God's power. And then He went on to say, God didn't, God chose the weak things and the things that are not to nullify the things that are, so no one can boast before Him. So God looks for people. Maybe they don't have all the qualifications, or maybe they've just been through hell in their life. And uh, that's who God, God looks for because he wants to heal them up. He wants to use them so he can get the glory.
1: Yes, that's absolutely right. And you know, the, the works that are done, the healing that is done isn't works of our own. It's his power working through us, working in us.
0: You know, that's a really good point. You know, I had a person ask me the other day, how many people have you saved, Gail? I said, no one. They go, what? I can't save anyone. God does that. Well, how many people have you healed? No one. What do you mean no one? Well, we're conduits. Absolutely. We, I remember, or I remember like I was there. I read the scripture and sometimes put myself there when I think it was Peter and John healed the, the lame man and they all come around and wanting to make, I don't know if it was Peter and John, but anyways, they wanted to give uh, them all the glory and attention. And the first thing Peter and John said, hey, don't look at us. It was Jesus Christ who you crucified That's right. that God raised from the dead that this man stands before you whole today. So we have to be very careful that when we pray, and do see God move, that we give God the glory. And then there's times, like I was telling God in prayer the other morning, you know, I'd like to experience some of the things the the early church, like trances and visions and stuff. And I was actually saying that, so he let me experience what it was like to be in one of those. And I thought, wow, God, you're amazing. So there are times when God does things that he actually surprises me. Has he ever surprised you?
1: He has surprised me. And what I found is that, you know, we are created to be in relationship with one another. We're created to be in relationship with God. And when we build that relationship with the Lord, uh, we end up having these internal victories, right? We have these internal things that happen as a result of our relationship with him daily. And And we don't have these external victories you know, ministering to other people, seeing other people healed by the power of God. We don't have that happen before we have these internal victories happen through everyday relationship with the Lord. And
0: yet, you don't have to be perfect to see your prayers answered.
1: Absolutely. That relationship starts the moment you reach out to Him.
0: I've always thought about the lame man that said at the gate, beautiful, Peter and John were going to the temple at the hour of prayer. And this guy is begging for money. And I often thought there must have been many times when Peter and John had saw that man before. This wasn't their first trip to the temple. Right. And he, he was expecting to get money, not healing. But Peter and John looked at him and said, silver and gold, we have none, but what we have we give unto you. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. And it has always struck me that they reached down and they grabbed him by the hand. And as they began to pull him up, his feet and ankles were made straight and the man went jumping and rejoicing. And you know, I've imagined there's people out there right now who are saying, well, God doesn't do that today. Well, you know what? Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And just because you haven't seen it, doesn't mean God isn't doing it. And that's what I get when I go overseas, where we actually see a lot of the miracles of Jesus there. Then why don't we see them more in America? It's because I believe in America, we really have an intellectual religion. And overseas, they know that it's supernatural and that they're in a spiritual battle. And it's a whole different ballgame over there. But the thing that I get from James chapter five is that Every prayer is important, and your prayer is important. I don't know if you realize this, but all of us have a guardian angel. And angels are around us all the time, whether we feel it or not. And when you're praying and you're setting up your prayers and you're crying, the angels are writing your prayers down. And they're collecting every tear that falls. So nothing ever is lost, nothing ever is wasted. Because God sees and he hears it all. Yes. This is reminding me, God, are you listening? I know sometimes Siri is listening when she should be (laughs) my phone. We've all
1: experienced that. We've
0: all gone through Siri listening, where all of a sudden I look at my phone and it's typing everything I was saying. I'm like, no, 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 shut Siri off. And then you shut the phone off. And yes, we have our phone shuts off shut off right now too so we know that siri listens but even more god listens and he hears every cry in psalm 139 david said he knows is when i sit he knows when i rise if i make my bed in hell you are there i mean david basically said there was no place that he could go where god wasn't yes I want you to know, you, the one that I'm talking to right now. Because I realize as we talk, yes, we're talking to many people. But we're talking to everybody individually, depending on where you are. Maybe you're in your car, maybe you're at home. I don't know where you are, but God wants you to know he's listening. And sometimes when it seems like prayers are delayed, it's because God is actually working behind the scenes to arrange some things for our benefit.
1: Absolutely. You know, Romans 8, 28 says, and we know that God works all things to the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. And if you're listening to this and you're reaching out to him, he loves you Mm -hmm. and you are called according to his purpose.
0: I was thinking about sometimes we're praying for things that we absolutely think are God's will and they're not. I'll give you an example of this. I'll give you an example of this. One time there was a job I really wanted because I wanted to get out of Hastings, to be honest with you. And man, I had a prayed and prayed and, a, and just prayed to the Lord and it come down between me and another person. And I thought for sure God was going to answer my prayer and I didn't get the job. Well, fast forward a year later, I'm glad I didn't get the job because the person that got them job lost the job because they cut the position. So God actually spared me from something that would have been really hard on my family. So sometimes when God says no, he sees something you don't see. And he's actually wanting to bless you. And the no that you're getting is actually a blessing and not God being upset with you. And by the way, it doesn't feel good to get a no. It doesn't. Because we live in an instant society where we want everything yesterday. But I was so glad that I didn't get that particular job. Nikki Ray, would you like to pray... For the people out there that really have been praying, but they've wondered if God is listening.
1: I would love to. Lord, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you that you are good in every situation. And Lord, I I pray for the ones who have been calling out to you, Lord, um, and wonder where you're at. Lord, I pray that you would um, reach into their hearts and show them your love, Lord, that the height, the width, the depth of your love, that it would just be made known to them. Lord, We I pray for ministering angels, Lord, that would come and minister to them, Lord, and friends that would come alongside and pray for them and walk alongside this journey. I thank you for the transformation that you bring in each heart and mind. And I thank you, Lord, that we have the victory in you. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: I was just thinking as you were praying that prayer is like a muscle. You have to exercise it. So, and also, the enemy will come along and say, why don't you just quit praying and it ain't worth it? Why are you praying? You know God doesn't hear you. You know your prayers aren't good enough. I remember, and uh, I was working in South Dakota with the Lakota tribe. I was working at Brainerd Indian School. And we needed things for the compound. And they said, well, if we need things, we got to get Ed to pray. So we were all sitting in a circle, and I'm like, this Ed must be awesome. Because I heard that when Ed prayed, we got everything he asked for. Oh. So Ed, he come in the room. He was about 75 years old, short haircut, white hair, and he hops up on a stool in front of all of us. And I thought, wow, this guy's a prayer warrior? And he sat in the chair, and he looked up into the sky, and he says, uh, God, it's Ed. And I went, what? That's not like praying I've ever heard before. (laughs) And he said, "Uh, uh, we need some things down here. And Ed commences to have a conversation with God in front of us. By the way, not with his eyes shut, but with his eyes open. And he is praying to God. And I'm like, this is the weirdest prayer warrior I have ever seen in my life. You know, back then I was young, about 19 years old, so I was a little spry, maybe a little cocky a little bit, you know? And then at the end he goes, amen. And he got up, hopped off the stool and left and within two days we got everything he prayed for and I'm like, man, oh man.
1: And you then know, we knew it wasn't how you were praying, but you no, know, it was something a little more than that.
0: Prayers from the heart. Yes. Did you know that help me Jesus is a prayer?
1: Absolutely. Did you
0: know just saying Jesus is a prayer? Do you know those times when you sat in your chair and you cried without words, that's a prayer?
1: It is a prayer.
0: You know so many times people don't realize it. Well, I'm so glad that you have chose to join us for Healing Begins, God Are You Listening? And I want to assure you, He is. This program is brought to you by Family Tree Medical of Hastings, Michigan, where faith and medicine come together. And I just want to thank you for joining us. And I I want to say this just in closing. Keep fighting the good fight. Don't stop your prayers. Keep praying because I want you to know that your breakthrough is right around the corner. God bless you and have a good night. Healing Begins is brought to you by Spiritual Care Consultants of West Michigan. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization. We are not a church, but a healing ministry based out of a doctor's office, and my partner is Dr. Troy Carlson. Maybe you're looking for a chance to donate somewhere. You have some money and you'd like to make a donation. Well, we are a great place to donate go to our website, www.spiritualcareconsultants.com and click on Donate, or you can make your checks out to Spiritual Care Consultants and mail them to Spiritual Care Consultants, 1375 West Green Street, Suite 1, Hastings, Michigan, 49058. Most of all, I want to thank you for your prayers and all your support. And I want to say thank you for listening to Healing Begins.